0: Hello everyone. We have Beatrice. Oh my gosh. See, I'm already watching it. Beatrice. Yes. Beatrice. Did I say that
1: right? Beatrice. Beatrice.
0: Why? <laughs> Beatrice Lopez on today's episode. I'm so excited to get to know her. I'm just going to toss it at you. Start wherever you'd like.
1: All right. So my name is Beatrice Lopez. I am from Cal- um, San Maria, California and um i guess our story starts when i met my now husband when we were 19 years old through some um friends which were some his relatives and we had our first daughter when we were 24 and our first miscarriage when we were 27 so Um, our daughter that's 10 now was about, about to turn two when we experienced our first miscarriage and it was absolutely devastating. We, I didn't expect it just because I had had one healthy first pregnancy and it was my idea then that you know, usually a miscarriage happens in somebody's first pregnancy and a second child would be so, so much easy to have. Um, but it was about nine weeks when, well, since the beginning of that pregnancy, we had noticed that the um, the sac was a little abnormal. So my doctor tried like these hormones that would help and we went back a week later and the heartbeat was strong and then we went back a week after that and there was no heartbeat so i was about 9 weeks pregnant with my first miscarriage and it we didn't i did not know how to to deal with it it was um it was really hard because i felt like i couldn't talk about it and when i did talk about it all i got was It happened. Oh, it's God's plan, or it happened for a reason. And um, then me and my husband, we weren't married, so uh, they were kind of like, "Well, you can't have another baby out of wedlock." And it was very. It was just no support back then, and I went through um, a depression spell, and I knew I was going through depression because physically I was affected. where I would get like really bad anxiety at night and um try to work through it the best I could and with the help of my doctor I was able to kind of like to stabilize it and and that was that part. Um fast forward we ended up me and my husband we got married about three years ago and we after he proposed to me, it took a long time for us to get there. After he proposed to me, we found out we were expecting our second child, third pregnancy, and everything went went perfect, and we have a two-year-old now, and just recently... Um, in July of this year, I found out I was expecting again, and it was shocking, unplanned again, another pregnancy. But we were so excited, and again, I kind of had that naive thought like everything would be okay because I just had another um, healthy pregnancy, and it just and I, we went to the doctors. Everything was looking great from the beginning, and. Um, It was, we went, our doctor suggested a genetic anatomy scan earlier and I hadn't done it with my other um, pregnancies with my two girls that I have now. And it, um, so we went into the doctor's office and I knew once they pulled the ultrasound picture up that something wasn't right just because there was, my baby was just lying there it appeared to be just lying there and I said, okay, well, just, just wait. Maybe, you know, Vulture tech will tell me something different. And she was very quiet, not talkative and, um, doing measurements. And then she pulled up the screen. It's like a little like sound wave bar. And there was no, no sound wave, no heartbeat coming up on it. And I looked at my husband and we both knew at that time, that there was no heartbeat for a baby and our ultrasound tech she didn't say anything to us she just said the doctor would be in to talk to us um so just waiting for the doctor to come back in felt like forever um you know and in that meantime we we're both like just kind of hoping everything's still going to be okay and um at that point i was supposed to be 14 weeks and so my doctor came in and told us that um, she said, Did you guys feel something was off? And we looked at her and nodded our heads. And she told us there was no heartbeat. And she was sorry for our loss. And to call our doctor and answer any questions. And one question I had was, How long um, was does it, did it appear that I, there was no, the baby's heart stopped? And she said, just looking from at the size of the baby and the the growth that it was at, it looks like I had miscarried at 11 weeks. And here I was thinking, oh my gosh, I made it past the 12 week mark, I'm good, only to be devastated by the anatomy scan. Um, and at this point, we had already told our oldest daughter, our youngest is too young to understand what was really going on, and she was excited and our family was excited. We were hoping we had two girls. So we we were hoping for a boy. I know a lot of people were like, I just want a healthy baby. And it's true. We wanted a healthy baby, but we were really kind of hoping for a little boy too. And, um, we had told friends and coworkers. Um, so I had to pack my bag, you know, get, grab my stuff and, I was supposed to go back into work, which I work really close um, to where the doctor's office is. And um, I walked into my office, and my coworker, she was kind of hoping we find out the sex of the baby at the scan as well. And she looks at me, and then she looks at my husband, and she said, "Kind said, are you okay?" And I broke down and cried a little bit in my office. And I said, "Oh, there's no harpy." And she apologized and, and hugged us and you know I I left for work and I had to I had to go into the nearby daycare as well to pick up my um, eighteen month old and and kind of look at them because I already was planning on um, enrolling my soon-to-be-new baby, I had to put them on the list so they can go to child care as well, which is nearby my work, and um, they were like, oh, you surprised that I was there early to pick up um, our toddler, and my husband kind of explained to them what was going on, and so it was just like we had to tell people right away, too, and having it all in at once, it really hit us hard. And then calling our family and telling them what was going on. I went to the doctor the next day and he, you know, he apologized, let me know there was nothing on my part wrong, that these things just happened. And knowing that I had gone through it before, asked me what my next step wanted to be, which would be um, to have a DNC. Um, That was my choice. I did not want to go through it. Naturally, um, as I did my first one, I had a DNC um, that my doctor had recommended then. And so he said, okay, I'll schedule it for almost like a week out. And I was devastated once more because I, at that point, I was just like, oh my God, I had just found out that I had been carrying my baby in, in me without a heartbeat for weeks. And then, to wait another week, and I kind of at that point, just wanted to be done be done with it and get over it and start my the process of moving forward. So I felt like a walking like a walking tomb for my baby, and because I knew there was no heartbeat there, so I was just like, "Oh God, I can't I don't know if I can do that. It's a long time." I called him back on Monday morning. That was a Friday. So I called him back Monday morning and asked the doctor's office. I said, can you guys please um, see if you can move this, the DNC sooner? I I was already all that weekend. I started the cramping and not feeling well and um, spotting. And it it was just more like mentally, like a little torturous for me. And they said, okay, let's see what we can do. And so they called me back and said, we could push it up to Wednesday. So I said, fine, Wednesday's better than Friday. And it kind of was just, I stayed home and I was planning on staying home that whole week from work and just, you know, trying to, to deal with it all. And Monday, about 4.30, I felt like a lot of like tightness and pressure and my water broke. And at that point, I didn't know that that still happens, even with a miscarriage. I had thought like I had felt like a a gush and I thought, oh, my God, like I'm I'm bleeding out a lot. Like, what the heck? And I went to look and it was very clear and I recognized it as amniotic um, fluid and I immediately called my doctor and he said, um, okay, come to the hospital and get checked out. And we got to the hospital, let them know what was going on. And for some reason, the hospital protocol, they weren't gonna call my OB, but um, luckily my husband is a great great advocate um, in my situation and was like, no, you need to call her OB. There's a reason why he asked us to come to the hospital. I said, yes, please call him. He he needs to come and see me while I'm here in the ER. So, and they, the doctor was said, fine, we'll call him. I don't think he's gonna come. And my doctor showed up. He's been really great through this whole process and um, let me know that they were gonna push some things around and take me to do, get the DNC done early. Um, just to make sure they're able to, you know remove like lining and and stuff in there, make sure everything came out. so I was healthy afterwards. And um so I did the DNC. I ended up staying the night in the hospital just because the DNC happened so later in the um, in the in the night, and um, my nurses were actually so great and supportive. Um, I mean, I work. Quick background: I work for the company. I work in healthcare, so it was um, you know a hospital that I worked for. So it, I knew some of the people. They knew I was I was their employee, and they're very very sweet, very helpful, very supportive. Um, the day I was being discharged, my um, nurse that was discharging me, she gave me a um, a heating patch like this helped. And she's like, I went through this recently and like shared her story with me, and um, you know, just connected on a one-on-one level, which I appreciated so much because she didn't have to do that, but she for her too, I knew it it was helpful um to share, you know, her a little bit of her story with me. Um so I, I came home, and you know, everything kind of went textbook for after, a DNC and miscarriage. And I had so much more support than I did the first time. I had a miscarriage. and um, more understanding and more um, more people reaching out and telling me that they were sorry. They didn't use the words that they did last time uh, of, oh, it's, it's meant to be, or or God has a different plan for you, because those words were just so, they just hurt so much more the when I went through my first miscarriage, and um, even my family, you know, the first miscarriage, either some of them didn't know, or they didn't know the right words to say, so they automatically reverted to it it was meant to be type of things. And um, this time around, they were a lot more, um, more sympathetic, like realizing that it was, it's a real loss that um, not everybody thinks about because they didn't see a baby, they didn't necessarily see a view with a big bump. So it really, I think people think sometimes it's not it doesn't affect a person, you know. And as a mom, when when you find out that you're having a baby, you like you connect with your baby and that's your baby from the beginning. So having them realize that now it was a lot better for me. Um my coworkers were so supportive and understanding and checking in on me and making sure I was okay. Um My husband was amazing through the whole process and even realizing, you know, checking in with him to make sure that he was okay, because it was his loss as well, Um, which I had failed to do with with the first miscarriage as well, because it was all about me then, which is okay. But you know, this time it was you know me, my husband, you know, our ten-year-old that knew about it, that you know really felt this loss. So um, going through the grieving process this time and knowing how it affected me the first time um, was really helpful. Speaking about it um, with no shame has been. Been one thing I've been able to do, and just wanting to raise awareness of miscarriage and how common it is, and how it's nothing to be ashamed of, has really um, sparked a passion in me to help other women. So when I ran across this podcast, I was like, oh, this is amazing and this is awesome this is something I wanna be a part of just because it's a lot more common than we think. And um, even posting on social media, my story, uh, a lot of people, a lot of friends, even family members I didn't know had gone through a miscarriage, reached out and said, oh, thank you for sharing. And even shared a little bit of their story. And it was, it's been helpful for me in my grieving process and, um, and yeah, I, you know, it's just been, that's been my story with, um, with two miscarriages.
0: Well, I'm so proud of you for, you know, kind of finding a purpose in it all that, I mean, that's the way that I explain it. Like, you know, sharing and finding ways to get involved in the community. I just feel like it kind of gives a purpose uh, that is so meaningful in the healing process. So I think that's really cool that you've done that. Um, I feel like you already gave a bunch of advice, but I always ask at the the end of every episode, if you had like one piece of advice, like if you could only share one thing um, for somebody in a similar situation, what would it be?
1: share your story and feel no shame that would be my piece of advice because it is a lot more common than we think and it's it's your it's your life so you need to to share it just like you would with any other event going on um you know Mm -hmm. happy sad we got to you know work through it and and not and and just kind of move on through life with it it's just a part of us and there's no shame in it and 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 share it yes i agree i agree share your story and feel no shame i love
0: that yeah um because it's very easy to feel that shame just from
1: societal reasons. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. And then, you know, when you're a mom or you, you, like I said, you feel that instinct when you, when once you see that you're pregnant or, you know, and, you know, it, it the shame will kind of eat you up if you don't let it out and let, you got to share it.
0: Yeah, I had another girl that I just recorded with, and she was talking about how, um, like, when you have a living child, you share everything about them. You know, you share it, their it, whole life. You, what do. you do, and you don't feel any shame about it. So you
1: do, you do, you do. And you know what? It's kind of we have to go on through life, and and you always you share because they'll even go into the doctor's office. You're like, how many pregnancies have you have? Like now, I have to say four and then yeah. two two living children. Yeah, it's not so, weird. Yeah, it's so it <laughs> it is weird, but you know, those are my numbers and yeah. I I'm going to share them and you know, I just I have four four babies. I have two angel babies and two babies here on earth and you know, it's a it's all a blessing. Yes. Now what's your guys's like
0: game plan moving forward?
1: So, moving forward, in the beginning, I was just like I don't I don't know if I can do this again. Um, I think now I've gotten to the point where I'm considering I, you know, for that to try again, you know, just, just be like I said in the beginning, we, we do want to have a boy, we want to have the opportunity to try to do that. So as long as I'm able to, we'll, we'll try again. Yeah. Good. Well, I
0: hope we can do an update episode at some point and I wish you the best of luck. Keep me posted. Now, if somebody wants to reach out to you, is Instagram the best way?
1: Yes. So my Instagram is um, not your average B and on there I share, you know, a little, like I said, it kind of sparked a, another passion, um, to share this, this issue that it's so normal. Um, for people to go through so you'll see some stuff about miscarriage that I post or just women's health in general
0: awesome well I will go ahead and I'll link your Instagram in the description of this episode I so appreciate you jumping on and sharing your story it means the world and I hope you enjoy
1: the rest of your weekend and like I said keep me posted yes thank you and thank you for all you do and for making this podcast it's really amazing oh thank you All right, thank you